Hey there, cabin crew. Before we get into tonight's show, I'm going to start off with my dear friend and fellow podcaster, Amanda from One Nothing Podcast, new trailer that I think is so awesome. If you're not listening to her, please go and add her onto your playlist. Take a listen. Are you struggling with a lack of access to captivating entertainment and media? Are you faced with constant judgment and ridicule from friends and family for your inability to respond appropriately to sensitive situations? If this sounds like you, you might be suffering from being emotionally dead inside. But it's not too late to make a change. One Nothing Podcast is a newly available treatment for being dead inside. Taken just once every two weeks, One Nothing could make a world of difference. By combining carefully measured dark humor to the amazing original formula of grisly fatalities, One Nothing Podcast has successfully entertained thousands of people suffering from death inside. And with access across all podcast platforms, treatment has never been more readily available. But don't trust my word. Here's some real world testimonials from a few of our listeners currently undergoing treatment. From consistent doses of One Nothing Podcast, my posture has greatly improved due to being kept on the edge of my seat. The One Nothing Podcast comes on, everybody be like, shut the f*** up. I'll be quiet, but when the episode's over, I'll be talking again. Oh my gosh, buddy. I used to be on so many medications for blood pressure. And then I listened to One Nothing Podcast's episode on Kitty Genovese, moved into an apartment on my own, and haven't needed it since. That one really got my blood pumping. You know, listening to One Nothing Podcast, I'm, I'm not constipated anymore. I'm just full of shit. So what's stopping you from great entertainment? One Nothing Podcast is not intended for all audiences. Listeners under 18 years of age should obtain permission from your parent or guardian before downloading. Tell your therapist if you're predisposed to whining, complaining, leading podcasts poorly, being overall combative, or being easily offended, as One Nothing Podcast might not be right for you. So stop letting great content pass you by. Talk to your therapist today to see if One Nothing Podcast is right for you. Hey, hey, cabin crew. Welcome to the Conversation Cabin Podcast. I'm your daring host, Farah. And tonight, yes, it's a little later on my lives than usual, but it's for a good reason. I know usually I try to do my lives around 7 Central, 8 Eastern for all you early birds because I'm one of them myself. But tonight is going to be a short but fun night because I have something that I wanted to share with all of my wonderful cabin crew. I wanted to look for a co-host that could bring some fresh ideas, a more, let's see, big vibe where you can feel them through the microphone. They touch you in a certain way. They make you laugh. They can make you cry. They can make you feel good. They have the best giggle in the world and someone that is very dear to my heart. And I think in time, she'll become dear to your heart as well. So the little announcement that I'm going to make this evening is that none other than my beautiful 26-year-old daughter, Sierra, will be joining me in the co-host seat now on the Conversation Cabin. 
So Sierra, are you there? I'm here. Hi. Hey. Go ahead and say hello to the cabin crew and just tell them a little bit about yourself, Sierra, so they know who you are as a person, what interests you, et cetera. So I'm obviously Farrah's daughter, and I have two beautiful little girls and an awesome husband. And I didn't really look much into these types of things growing up. I know my mom would watch ghost adventures all the time, and I would hear about things here and there. If someone whipped out a Ouija board, I was the first one out of the room because I just would not be a part of it. As I got older, I got more interested in things. But my type of thing that I find really interesting is conspiracies mainly, like Illuminati or Project Bluebeam or reptilian people, clones. That is my favorite thing to talk about, discuss. And my husband, Zachariah, he's really who taught me all about it. I had really no clue. My my eyes were shut to the world and I full-heartedly believe in those things a ton. But I find a lot of stuff interesting. I'm always open to hear anything new because there's so much stuff out there. And you can see why Sierra is a great pick because you have me on the one side that's paranormal, cryptids, UFOs, haunted homes, haunted places, strange. And then you have her, which is conspiracy theories, the list that she rattled off, which is something that I think is going to be a great combination. We're going to be able to give different insights on a subject. I think she's going to bring, like I said, a great new vibe to it, especially since There is a lot of different conspiracy theories out there that are coming to the surface. One being most recently the congressional hearings of the UFO and aliens. And Sierra, did you happen to see the report that came out? I think it was yesterday about the Mexican self-proclaimed ufologist and reporter that brought an alien body and was showing it off to the world. Did you happen to see that? Yes, I saw it. I haven't been on my phone much in two days, but I did see something about it on Twitter, like a a picture of a little alien on a table. Twitter has a fact checker, this thing. And right below it was like, this is not a real alien, blah, blah, blah. I've seen tons of pictures of aliens, but every time I see a picture of a quote unquote alien, it's always different. So I'm not sure. I feel like the government only wants you to know what they want you to know um, when it comes to things like that. So if you're not supposed to know about something, oops, sorry, I dropped something. If you're not supposed to know about something, then they will make sure you don't know about it. So you're saying pretty much that if there were alien bodies, that it would be something that we wouldn't even see. They wouldn't be allowed to show them. I just think there is a reason that the government does everything that they do. I believe that, like I said, I'm interested in Project Bluebeam. That is something to where the government, one thing about me is I have very strong faith in the Lord, very strong. I might not do everything he asks and says of me, but I still try my hardest to walk in his path that he's chosen for me but project blue beam is something where they're gonna fake an alien invasion to 
basically discredit God and then they come at the Antichrist. I'm conflicted because my whole life I wanted to believe in aliens and all these things, but I just have to see it from my own eyes. And I think it's part of their plan. That's they just want to discredit God. Let me give everyone a little piece of information that I came across because I like to research and study when something like that comes out. I don't know if you have really been doing your homework with UFO aliens, UAPs, you would know that the gentleman named Jamie Masson, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, but he looked very familiar to me. So I went on a little hunt. I remember him from a documentary a few years back. He is a self-proclaimed ufologist and reporter slash journalist who was also known for bringing an alien body to the world and Dean. And recently he brought the two fossilized bodies to the Mexican Congress, claiming that they were non-human and not from earth. The bodies allegedly found in Peru in 20s had elongated heads, three fingers, and features resembling Hollywood alien. He also stated that researchers found eggs inside of one of the bodies. Jose de Jesus Zolte Benitez, director of the Scientific Institute for Health of the Mexican Navy, presented scans of the bodies claiming they had retractable necks, large brains, and big eyes capable of wide stereoscopic vision. However, this Musan had previously reported on a supposed alien body in Peru in the year 2015, which was later debunked as the mummified corpse of a human child. I think in one way or another, we all believe in extraterrestrial life. We can't be the only thing in this cosmos, but let's keep researching ourselves and let's keep pushing for great doctors and scientists to research as well so we can find the answers and find the true ones. Don't always believe right away if there's some neat looking picture, that's the answer. Do your digging, do your homework. Jamie Mousson was known for paying this one gentleman to try and record UFOs in Mexico. And boy, this guy that he pays is a long list of UFO sightings. He was caught at one time having a bunch of silver balloons let off in the center city and had staged himself upon a balcony to take pictures of them and tried to pass them as a UFO sighting. Just be careful who you get the information from. But Sierra, what do you think about all that? And I was going to touch on something you said stuck to me and I was just thinking about it but while you were talking. I'd never divulged that much into paranormal things is because I've watched all the YouTube videos of ghost encounters or flinging things across the room, aliens, UFO sightings, like the one that had happened like a month or so ago in the backyard of someone's place. I've done so much research and I've seen so many videos. I've looked at so many videos because what I really tried to do, I need something that is really believable. I dig so deep. 
for days uh, on research, on a video. I, I try to find proof in everything because I can see something that everyone else is believing, but I can't put my heart and soul in it. I'll think something is fake. So if I say something that I believe, it is because I am full-heartedly believing in it. Every single thing, I'm seeing it with my own eyes or I see online, I am believing full-heartedly. That's always been my thing when I listen to these podcasts and people, I'm like, do they really believe that? Do they really think that? Come on now, that's obviously fake. If I'm saying something, it's because I really fully believe in it. That's my little thing I wanted to say real quick. Everything I'm talking about, I'm very interested in, and it's because I really think it's happening. I'm not a clickbait person. I'm not someone that's just talking on here because they want views. If I'm talking about a subject, it's because I really fully believe in this and I want others to know about it. Thank you. And when I started this show, I moved to the cabin and that's when a lot of paranormal happenings started with me. That's when I started sharing my evidence. It wasn't for clicks. It was Look, I'm going to share my information because the more everyone shares their evidence and be able to weed out what's true and what's fake, then we'll be able to get to answers on what these things are. I remember when I showed you that black shadow right before oh. move. What did you think of it for someone that doesn't really believe that much into it? It's different though, because I know you wouldn't lie about something, but you're my own mother. So I know that of you. And when I saw that, <laughs> it scared the shit out of me because <laughs> I know you. So I know you want to fake anything. I know you want to do something like that. So seeing something from somebody I know and trust, it scared me I'm like, holy shit, there it is. It's not a video I'm seeing of some TikTok of someone that I don't know. What if they faked it? I always see like things flying across the room. What if they have a string? You're my mom. I know you won't do anything like that. A human shape walking and creeping near your proximity on your porch or wherever it was, you can see it. I remember when I caught that. It was you and Courtney were my first people I was trying to get a hold of because it literally freaked me out. That was so close to my bedroom and it was the thing that was haunting the chickens late at night. I felt so bad for them to be out there and what comes out of that cave? It's not going to just be paranormal or cryptids like I was doing. It's going to be really diving into more discussion topics, hot topics, and things like what she likes too, conspiracy theories, and just topics that both of us can discuss together. It's going to be like just a round table of everything. Hence, I did that because I sat back and thought it is called the conversation cabin. So why not get a co-host where we can conversate about these things, whether. So that's always been my thing when I listen to these podcasts and people, I'm like, do they really believe that? Do they really think that? Come on now, that's obviously fake. If I'm saying something, it's because I really fully believe in it. That was just like my little thing I wanted to say real quick. So I just, everything I'm talking about, I'm very interested in and it's because I really think it's happening. I'm not a clickbait person because I've seen that happen a bunch. I'm not someone that's just 
talking on here because they want views or something. If I'm talking about a subject, it's because I really fully believe in this and I want others to know about it. So that's just what I want. Thank you. And that's exactly when I started this show. It was to bring, let's see, like when I moved to the cabin and that's when a lot of paranormal happening started with me. That's when I started sharing my evidence because again, it wasn't for just like you said, clicks or views. It was, look, I'm going to share my information because the more everyone shares their evidence and be able to weed out what's true and what's fake then we'll be able to get to answers on what these things are. I remember when I showed you, Sierra, that um, that black shadow right before oh, yeah. we moved. And, <laughs> and what did you think of that for someone that doesn't really believe that much into it? It's different, though, because I know you wouldn't post something that... I wouldn't, I know you wouldn't lie about something. I know you wouldn't fake about something, but you're my own mother. So I know that of you. And when I saw that, <laughs> it scared the shit out of me because <laughs> I know you. So I know you want to fake anything. I know you want to do something like that. So like seeing something not like that from somebody I know and trust would never do something like that. It scared me because I'm like, holy shit, there it is. It's not a video I'm seeing of some TikTok of someone that I don't know. What if they faked it? What if something? I always see like things flying across the room. What if they have a string? Like I know you're my mom, so I know you can you won't do anything like that. So seeing something like that happen to someone I know and trust, it's it me. <laughs> so you could obviously see a human shape walking and like creep like creeping like near your in your proximity on your porch or wherever it was you can see it yeah and i remember when i caught that it was you and courtney were my first people i was trying to get a hold of because it literally freaked me out because that was so close to my bedroom and it was the thing that was haunting the chickens late at night and i felt so bad for them to be out there and god what they see with what comes out of that cave but back to the show moving forward with sierra joining me as co-host not just the topics that i cover now such as paranormal cryptids haunted places etc. We'll also be diving into more discussion topics, hot topics, and conspiracy theories. And we will also have the roundtable discussions where we invite some of our fellow podcasters, friends, and other guests. And on the episodes that Sierra and I do together, just us, we will record on Tuesdays and then they will come out Thursdays. We're going to be recording our first episode together, Lake Lanier. And Sierra, don't give too much information about it, but my daughter has wanted me to cover this for months. Just give a tiny summary, Sierra, about Lake Lanier. Not much is really said about Lake Lanier because up until it could even still be recent, I'm pretty sure it's not within this year. Many people, I'm pretty sure there's a main section of it that's taken off, but it is a huge tourist site for that area. And it's something a lot of people didn't want shut down. I would see 
TikToks about dangerous things that have happened. And I go in the comments because I want to see random people, their suggestions, their things that they're saying, because I'll deep dive. And I just kept seeing so many things about Lake Lanier, how these people are constantly dying. I'm going to try not to say too much. There is an extreme amount of people that are dying there every year that is far beyond any other place that, and nobody's talking about it. Nobody. And it's such a big thing. The people there know not to even go there. I've heard from people that their child had almost drowned and they saw a force pulling them down into the water, saw it with their own eyes. And it's just, you had covered most haunted places. And I'm just thinking, how come nobody talks about this place? I thought it would be perfect for the first time, the first episode. I wanted to say one more thing about how it's the conversation cabin and how I really like to know things are real. I just think it's perfect, the mix of you and I, because obviously you love paranormal and I'm interested in it but I love conspiracies. I'm not so easily convinced by everything paranormal, the Sasquatches and stuff. I'm not easily convinced. So I think it's perfect for me to try to listen and learn. If I don't believe in something, I'm gonna tell you, but I want you to tell me your reasoning, just like I want you to listen to mine about things that I'm interested in. It'd be perfect for people to tell us what they think whose side they're on more about that topic. I think it'd be perfect because it's more of a diversity of things that we can talk about and agree and not agree on. Lake Lanier is in Georgia. I found something interesting. In July, there was a notable incident involving Tamika Foster. She's the ex-wife of R&B singer. She made headlines by launching an online petition calling for the draining, cleaning, and restoration of Lake Lanier. This action was motivated by a personal tragedy she endured. In July of 2012, her 11-year-old son, Kyle Glover, was tragically killed when struck by a boater while floating on an inner tube in the lake. So this is a place that many people frequent too. I did see that, but I completely forgot about it. I want to introduce you to someone, Sierra. Samantha is in the chat. She is the daughter of Tracy, and they do a podcast together called A Suspended Sentence Podcast. So if you get a chance, definitely oh, yeah. listen to them. They bring a lot of great, just like you said, different opinions and everything. But yeah, Lake Lanier, is going to be a great topic, but the conversation cabin is going to a direction, which I think you are all going to love. What is your time looking like right now? What do you mean? Are the kids in bed? Can you talk for oh, a, I can a talk little more? For, um, yeah, uh, Sunny is asleep, but Lena is awake. She can probably stay up for just a little bit longer. Okay, we'll get more into it on a night where Zachariah can be involved as well. My daughter, she said that she wasn't really into the paranormal. She believes me when I bring something to her. And she didn't tell me for the longest time her and Zach have had possibly, it's just so crazy that I'm even saying this. It feels weird that you're even saying an it. <laughs> has had an 
alien abduction. It feels weird when you say it like that because I just have heard people say those things and I just never believe them. It's something that had happened to me. I might not believe all things paranormal, but I do believe in a lot and I am always interested in learning. I've never told my mom this ever. I've only told a select few of people something strange definitely did happen. That's going to be planned for another episode. I think it's important to have Zachariah, her husband, come on. You have to get both, but it's almost like a Benny and Barney Hill situation. But you really can't have one with the other, out the other. I will do that soon, and I hope you all will be there to listen. She wants to do this. I didn't know anything about it, but Sierra, just tell me after, since we don't know about the details. Tell me what is your belief now on alien UFO since this happened? What are you thinking on a daily basis now? You mean ever since that had happened? First of all, I don't even like to think about it <laughs> because when I tried to really explain what had happened, I don't really have the words. I don't know what happened. And like I said, I've heard stories from people and I think there's no fucking way. But then something really weird happened to me and Zachariah both at the same time. And we just don't bring it up. If we're really in deep conversation with some people, it might come up, but it's hard to describe it. If you think about an, a quote unquote alien abduction, you don't know what happens. It's like you go to sleep and you wake up and what the fuck happened. I need to find the right words to tell people. It's a little scary bringing it up. I'm the type of person lived in houses that for sure had to have been haunted. But if a TV goes flying across the room, I'm like, oh, it was just the window that's open. <laughs> I'm the type that punches the shower curtain and makes sure nothing. And then I just go about my day. <laughs> Hear no evil, see no evil or something like that. It's not today's Satan with me. Having this thing that had happened, it still is something that freaks me out and I need to find the right words to even describe it to people. And that's why we'll make sure that we plan the right date. Zachariah can help you as well. But have you dug in to other alien abductions here just to see how yours is similar or different? For instance, to Betty and Barney Hill, Sam Romanek. Have you dove, dove into anything like no, that? No, I was more of a hear no evil, see no evil type of person. I know what had happened to me, but I don't want to know what happened to me. I don't want to look up something and be like, holy shit, that's what I went through. Yeah, I was abducted by, is there a fucking alien baby inside of my belly? I don't know. Is something wrong with my belly button now? Is there a chip in me? I'm more than open to knowing about it. It would be really nice to hear what other people who do know about this thing can say, but yeah. <laughs> when you come to the table and you say, I can't find the words, just hearing Sierra and Zach have an alien abduction story to tell, an alleged one, but however you want to categorize it, it already tells me that something happened. We don't know exactly what, but something. I've had two weird things that have happened in my life. And me and Zachariah actually just spoke about them for the first time with Sis 
my sister. And it was the first time I had ever told her. I don't think she quite got the grasp of it. You don't, it was hard to find the right words. I've talked to other people and they seemed freaked out to be around me. And I've had, I've had two encounters. The other one wasn't an alien doctor. If anything, it was paranormal. I'm open to these things. I'm more of a conspiracy person, but two really freaky things have happened to me that I can't quite explain. I haven't even told you yet. Yes, and I am like, how come you've never told me this? Because, that's because scary. That's the, thing. that's the thing. I shut my mouth. I go about my day. I don't want to know. If something's happened to me, I don't want to know. If I don't talk about it, it's like it didn't happen. It's almost like a trauma response. If someone's going through that thing, it's it's trauma. You don't want to know. You want to get it out of your mind as fast as possible because it, it'll make it as if it didn't happen. I'm ready to tell people about it. If people knew me, I'm not one to make anything up about that would never be something I could ever say, think of. I'm a believable person. I don't go around telling people this. My family doesn't even know. I just told my sister and this happened before I even had my daughter, Luna. So my oldest, I would say five years ago, feels like it was yesterday. I do get what you're saying, the fact that you didn't want to tell anyone, and I can respect that you didn't want to tell me if I say it to someone like it's nothing, it means that it happened. It makes it real when I'm telling my mom, because I wouldn't tell my mom something like this unless it was true. Yeah. I mean, if I'm five years to say something, I've had two unexplained things. One thing I can describe in such intense detail, but the quote unquote alien abduction, whatever happened to me that night, I'm, I'm talking like it just happened to me. What's weird is it happened to Zachariah and I, me and my husband. This is before we had kids. It happened to him and I. So I know that I'm not going crazy. I know the exact same happened to him at the exact same time. We have to tell because it's something we experienced. He can say the exact same thing as me. It happened to both of us. We were two peas in a pod that night. So it's and really- How does he feel about this now, Sierra? What's his daily routine? Does it bother him? Is he ready to talk about it? When we talk about it, we don't really bring it up much, but when he talks about it, it freaks us both out. If you see something funny, you're like, oh, you just had to be there. This is something where you're trying to find the words to tell someone how scary something is or how traumatizing. I don't really have much recollection of that night. I can tell you what I know happened, but whenever I'm trying to find the words to tell someone, it's not like they'll know that feeling that we had, that moment, those hours that were lost that we shared together. They don't know how we are as people, as a couple our daily routine and to have a whole day almost unaccounted for. Oh my God, a whole know. day? It was probably Jesus. 12, at least 12 hours, at least. And it completely unaccounted for. Oh, I just wish I was in your head. It's one of those moments where we try to tell people, the times that we have tried to talk about it with people, that we can't find the words. You don't know what we experienced. We don't even know we, what we experienced, but you didn't feel what we felt. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> I really think it's more of a location thing with aliens. I felt like there were always aliens at Grandpa Lester and Kathy's. That seemed like an alien place to me. I was living in Port Clinton at the time, Sandusky, near Putin Bay, and the area, the, the time, the 
space, the place, everything of our lives at that moment. Have you researched that area after it happened to you? No, I, it was something wow. we didn't want to bring up again. That's mm. how, I, sorry, I moved my chair. Uh, that's how much I didn't want to know what happened. I'm not worried about anything anymore because I have faith and I believe. I feel like it was more of a where we were type of area, where we were in our lives at that moment. So no, I'm not worried. We'll definitely plan a good time that's good for both you and Zach. So Sierra and I will be recording on Tuesdays for the episodes to come out Thursdays. Courtney and I are going to be starting back up Haunts in the Cabin next Wednesday. Remember, live, 8 p.m. Um, Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We are looking to get that started back. And other than that, Sierra, do you have anything that you want to leave the cabin crew with? No, I'm just really excited for the things that I'm interested. I'm excited to share them to everyone and see what they think about it too. It's mainly just me and Zachariah talking back and forth about these things. So I'm interested to hear a, a couple other opinions on it. All right, cabin crew. And that wraps up our special announcement episode for the Conversation Cabin podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and being a part of this exciting moment with us. As we mentioned earlier, we have a fantastic addition to our show. My daughter, Sierra, will be joining us as our new co-host. We're thrilled to have her on board and we can't wait to explore the world of the paranormal, true crime, and the macabre together. With her fresh perspective and enthusiasm, we're confident that our conversations will be even more captivating and engaging. To stay connected with us and everything Conversation Cabin, be sure to visit our link tree at https colon slash slash link l-i-n-k-t-r period e-e slash the Conversation Cabin. It's your one-stop shop for all things related to our podcast. From there, you can find links to our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, and Twitter accounts. Hit that follow button to join our growing community. For those of you who want to take your support to the next level and enjoy some fantastic perks, we invite you to join the Cabin Crew Patreon. For just $4.99 a month, you'll gain access to exclusive content early episode releases, behind-the-scene insights, and so much more. You can find all the details on our link tree or go directly on the patreon.com site. Remember, sharing is caring. If you enjoy our show and episodes, please share them with your family, friends, and fellow paranormal, true crime, or macabre enthusiasts. Word of mouth is a powerful tool, and your support in spreading the word about the Conversation Cabin is immensely appreciated. We also want to hear from you if you have a scary experience or encounter that you'd like to share with us. Please send an email to theconversationcabin at gmail.com. Your stories are what make this podcast unique and we can't wait to dive into them. Thank you again for joining us on this journey. We're beyond excited for what's to come. We're so grateful to have you as a part of the podcast family. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes filled with intriguing discussions and thrilling stories. 
Until next time, cabin crew, stay curious and keep exploring your strangest interests.